What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we're talking Tesla. It seems like every single day, the stock is hitting new all-time highs, way over 2,000 per share, $400 billion market cap, soaring again today as I make this video. So that would be a perfect time to get back to fundamentals um, and go through my financial estimates for the rest of 2020, um, basically putting together you know, how many cars I think Tesla's gonna sell in Q3 and Q4 of this year, and then how that will translate um, into wrapping up the financials for this year. I projected this out, I put on hypercharts. We've got all of the data, ton of data to go through here um, and go through basically what I think Tesla's going to report here in Q3 and Q4. I think it's going to be a juicy, massive profit. And I think these, you know, uh, these fundamentals that are just around the corner from being reported are really what is driving the stock price. Without further ado, welcome to the world of hypercharts. This is hypercharts.co slash Tesla. Um, this is the stats. This is what Tesla's reported so far. So now without further ado, little drum roll, please. Here are my estimates. So this is what I'm projecting for the rest of the year for Tesla. And I have put out a little bit of these numbers before. I'm always refining and going through here. And I, you can actually check out this specific hypercharts page with my estimates um, if you want, link in the description, but let's just roll through this. So I have deliveries for the quarter at about 133,000 units for Q3 2020, um, 50,000 Model Y up from uh, 15,000 or so. And Tesla doesn't actually break out Model 3 versus Model Y. This is an estimate that Mo and I have done for hypercharts. So keep that in mind. 50,000 Model Y up from about 15,000, 75,000 Model 3 up from 65,000, 4,000 Model X, 4,000 Model S down from 5.3, So those are my estimates um, for going into Q3. What I think is really happening here is you have a massive demand for Model Y. I think Tesla is ramping that like crazy. Um, and remember, Fremont was shut down for a month and a half in Q2. So in Q3 with the full Fremont, I think it, it seems like a tripling of Model uh, Y production or a little bit more from 15 to 50,000 is ridiculous. But when you take into account that Tesla, um, you know, has the full quarter to go with here, and I think Model Y is their biggest focus. They just added it to the front page of the website. I think that is a huge sign. I think Model Y um, is quickly going to become, and I actually in Q4 here, sneaking ahead, I have 80,000, 80,000 selling as many as the Model 3. Model 3 sales, I have 75,000 up from 60. 65,000. Once again, we have Fremont up from the whole quarter. I also think China is going to more than offset Model Y cannibalizing North America Model 3 sales. Like you have Model 3, China's not selling Model Y, only Model 3, and it's exploding like crazy from my guess is like 25, 30,000 units last quarter to maybe 50,000 units this quarter, and pretty much all of those are Model 3. So you can, you know, do the math between the numbers, but my guess is they might even have to convert some of these US uh, Model 3 production lines to Model Y to sort of recalibrate for demand. And then Model S and X I have at 4,000 units here. Um, and that's just because I think these are going to continue to dwindle. They've already been disrupted. And why do I have them bumping up to 10,000 units each in Q4 is because of the plaid model S and X. I guess it's perfect time to talk about this. I think this is potentially one of the biggest financial catalysts for Tesla because way before model three and Y the model S and X were the most profitable vehicle programs Tesla ever had. They were generating all of that gross profit for Tesla to be able to fund all of their future development. But now that sales have gone down, the profitability of those programs has gone down dramatically as those economies of scale fixed cost can't be spread among those uh, same production lines with less units of production. But I think, you know, Tesla is going to go back and have a huge spike in demand for the Model S and X when they introduce the plaid mode variant, um, which I think is going to happen at battery day this year in just about a month, right at the end of Q3, they're going to announce the plaid Model S and potentially the plaid Model X or discontinuing the Model X. That's also one of my theories, but that is going to be a huge uh, jump to demand. It's going to be the fastest Tesla ever. It's going to, you know, have all these new features. Will they refresh the interior of the Model S? I think they have to put that horizontal screen. I just think there's a lot of 
you know, it's been a while that it seems like the Model 3 and Y felt like a newer car than the SNX. So I just think it's time for that overhaul. And if they're not gonna discontinue those programs, Elon Musk has already said that the Plaid update is gonna come in Q3 or Q4 of this year, right around the time with battery day. So that's where I have, and you'll, we'll see how this carries through in the model later, but I think Tesla is gonna have a huge spike in these really high price cars, high profit margin cars of the Model S and X in Q4 of this year with that Plaid refresh. Model 3, I have scaling from uh, 75,000 units to 80,000 units. And once again, I don't know, this is kind of a rough estimate. A lot of this depends on how big that demand in China is and you know where the cap of the factory is, how fast they're expanding production there. But I think the, the real takeaway here that I wanted to show from Model 3 and Model Y being both 80,000 and Q4 is that I really think the Model Y, and you know, I'm not, this isn't a crazy prediction. This is what Tesla and Elon have said, will be their best selling car and will outsell Model S, X, 3 combined. It's gonna take a few more quarters to get there. Might They might need China's help to start building as well. But I think uh, the focus, you know, by the end of this year, if I had to guess, I would say there's more Model Ys coming out of Fremont than Model 3s, or that's what the demand um, would justify production-wise. I don't know if they'll be able to make that switch. So now let's scroll in the financials, see how this translates. Um, automotive revenue, obviously, if Tesla's selling way more cars, we're going way huge increases in revenue. I'm expecting $7.09 and this would actually be a record revenue quarter in Q3 2020, over $8 billion in revenue. Tesla would have never done that. Um, and then I have them going over 10 to actually over $11 billion in revenue in Q4 on the back of these deliveries. And it's not that complicated. Tesla sells the record amount of cars. They're going to produce that record amount of revenue. Now let's dive into energy just to show you what I'm estimating here. I don't know. I kind of just put this back at 400. You've seen this bounce around a lot. It's been lumpy. It's seasonal. Q4 and Q1 are weaker, but I didn't want to assume too much weakness there because we have the solar roof ramping. We have a ton of mega pack projects ramping. This is something that I am just waiting for the numbers to drop. You know, I think the solar roof installations tripled from Q1 to Q2. That was a huge, huge milestone. Really curious to see how that goes in Q3 as well. And when those solar roof installations were start to reverse that trend and overall solar installations for Tesla start to grow that, like until there, you know, the solar piece of the business is really dragging on the energy energy side of Tesla. And they have seen huge growth in battery megawatt hours deployed, um, but not enough to really grow overall energy revenue. And so it seems like, Every quarter, we're on the cusp of energy revenue finally clicking and finally growing like crazy, but it's just never happened. And so I didn't really know what to estimate. I put around 400 million each quarter. Services and other, um, this is, you know, Tesla supercharging revenue, other, a bunch of other random revenue companies, they acquire revenue. Um, I think as, as people start driving more, you know, Q2 is the total shutdown, sort of slowly reopening, the fleet's getting bigger. I have this uh, resuming growth again. And so those are the pieces of Tesla's revenue component. This is what it all adds up to. This is the bread and butter, most important thing. What is the income statement looking like? Revenue, gross profit, and operating income. I'm projecting revenue this quarter in Q3 of 8.043 billion. So this would be massive, massive growth from you know 6.3 billion in Q3 2019. Uh, and if we go into gross profit, I mean, Tesla is getting super profitable. It's also poised to be a record in terms of gross profit. They're gonna beat these Q3, Q4 2018 numbers when they were selling those super high priced variant Model 3s. Um, and as you can see, uh, this gross profit is just gonna continue to expanding to way above a, a huge record of 2.2 billion in Q4. That's what I'm estimating. But this is the really exciting part, operating income. And I'm gonna go through all my models in a second, but uh, Tesla, it looks like they're on the cusp this quarter of record revenue and record operating income of 500 million. So in this global pandemic where everything is crumbling, 
everybody's struggling. Tesla's about to post record deliveries, record revenue, record profits, their fifth quarter in a row um, of consecutive profits throughout this pandemic. I mean, these are the fundamentals that are justifying this crazy stock price. When your friends are like, what's happening with Tesla? It's, it's crazy, it's overvalued. You should be like, well, crunch some numbers about what they're about to report for Q3 and Q4 of this year. Tesla's business model is finally at the most exciting inflection point where Every single car they sell, they were literally paying behind their back for years, building this massive network of stores, superchargers, only selling a handful of thousands of cars, but knowing and planning for millions of cars to be on the road. And eventually, as you have more and more cars, you know, getting pumped out through your factory, charging on those supercharger stations, sales reps can be more effective at your stores because they have more types of cars to sell. You know, it just slowly, the economics of this business model are going to show that the incremental vehicle production beyond 100,000 units per quarter starts to drop right to the bottom line. Like, Tesla's not opening a ton, you know, doubling their amount of stores or doubling the, um, their amount of superchargers um, when they double their fleet anymore. And so I think we're at this inflection point of massively increasing incremental gross margin expansion, operating margin expansion, uh, and just multiple expansion as well. And we're sort of in real time seeing the validation being proved out of Tesla becoming one of the most profitable mass market car companies we've ever seen in history. You know, they're like the fastest growing car co company we've ever seen in history and poised to be the most profitable one we've ever seen in history. I mean, these are the sort of rule-breaking uh, financial data that's coming out that is starting to justify this crazy stock price that Wall Street, who's always looking in the rearview mirror, couldn't rationalize or justify as Tesla bulls kept saying, look at the growth, look at how profitable this will be when it hits scale. And now that those numbers are coming in, Wall Street can finally plug them into their spreadsheet and they're like, wow, oh, that operating margin of 10% is higher than Ford is posting and Tesla's still growing like crazy. You know, maybe this is actually a different story. Like it took that long for the analyst to, to, be, to be convinced um, and, and this is the data. And so what's even crazier is 513 million to over a billion in operating income in Q4 2020. I mean, this is, this is what I'm projecting, a billion in earnings, 1.1 billion earnings in a single quarter. I mean, Tesla, if we fast forward a year ago, they were trading at a $40 billion market cap and they were about to make a billion, 1.1 billion times four is 4.4 billion. Tesla was trading at nine times Q4 2020 annualized earnings uh, just a year ago. So, you know, it, it was hard to wrap your head around how profitable this would be, how right everything would go. But just in retrospect, it's kind of mind boggling to think that Tesla, one of the fastest growing companies in all time, was trading for like nine or 10 times, you know, a year or two out forward earnings. Um, and I think we're only at the cusp of like, when I said, you know, incremental vehicle deliveries drop right to the bottom line, like, I don't think this trend is done. You know, I think that full self-driving package price of $8,000 keeps going up. I think the incremental profitability of each car Tesla sells is going up, not down. Um, and the amount of cars they're selling is going way up too. So this is just the start of Tesla becoming a massively profitable tech behemoth pumping out billions of profit um, every single year unless they choose to invest in crazy growth. And so anyway, that, that is what it is here getting a sidetrack, but I'm so pumped about this. Now let's go into the, dive into the gross margins here. And I think um, I kept these at about 20% and we're gonna dive into this a little bit more in a second where I show you just how much of credit revenue, actually let's just do it right now. So this is the tricky part is I backed out Tesla's credit revenue. So here we are of credit revenue. And this is what a lot of people have been saying is, and, and this is the biggest needle mover on Tesla's income statement is like for each car they sell, they loosely get this amount of credits that they can then sell to other automakers who need these electric vehicle credits. So they're basically like 100% gross margin. Um, and then they're kind of lumpy. You know, maybe they make a deal with Fiat this quarter to buy a bunch of credits. So it's hard to predict when they'll, you know, fall into place. And the problem is Tesla is kind of right around break even, couple hundred million in profit per quarter, but their credit revenue like last quarter was 420 28 million was actually the needle mover between profitability and not just because that's how close they were. And so 
If you read in between the lines on the guidance of the conference call, it looks like that margin and that revenue is going to decrease dramatically in the second half of this year. So I assumed 150 million of credit revenue um, for Tesla. And now I even did this calculation here. You guys can all download this if you want. And I added this in where it's the automotive gross margin without credits because so I had this getting better from 18.7 to 19 to 20, just this slow incremental improvements for Tesla. But I just wanted to, to show this because I think so many people uh, and short sellers and skeptics say, well, oh, it's only the energy credits, only the energy credits. Well, if you back those out, you'll see that Tesla's making huge, consistent improvements in automotive gross margin without credits, despite massive compression and selling price throughout the past two years. They still, it looks like, are posting about a 20% automotive gross margin without credits. I mean, this is sort of like mid-tier luxury um, sort of gross margins for vehicles much higher than GM or Ford, despite Tesla still being so early in this growth phase. And so this is, uh, to me, when I backed out this data and I was like, wow, Tesla's already posting 20% gross margin without these credits, and this is only going way up with FSD, with economies of scale. Um, really exciting stuff and really strong. And so that just goes to show you, like, I didn't, I don't think I assumed that much craziness in terms of profit margin. And I assume credit revenue drops, but even so we're still looking at these massive amount of gross profit and revenue here for Tesla. Oh, and here's another thing uh, while we're on the spreadsheet to show you revenue um, per car is something I estimate. And I've done in the past, I included regulatory credit revenue in this. Now I back that out. And so it's literally Tesla's revenue per car sold, automotive revenue um, without credits divided by car sold. It includes leasing revenue too. So it's not perfect, but just to get a rough ballpark of the average selling price of Tesla's computer on wheels helps me model this in. And so I have it staying about flat, maybe going down a little bit as Model S and X decreases a percentage of sales heading into um, uh, this quarter. But in Q4, I have it pump, bumping way back up to 55,000 because of SNX increasing dramatically and becoming a much bigger mix of sales sequentially quarter over quarter with that plaid mode introduction. So that's where I'm starting to model in um, that plaid mode bump. And in terms of deliveries, I know what you're all wondering, 492,000, this is the exact number that my model's spitting out now. So Tesla, we all know their guidance of 500,000 is like the number to watch. Are they gonna be able to hit it? Um, I'm my model. I thought they were, I think it's going to be super duper close. I mean, 8,000, 7,000 units over two quarters. This is still like a coin, a coin toss in my opinion about whether Tesla will hit their guidance. And that's not the important part. It's not whether it's 492 or 508 or whatever they are. Tesla's going to grow dramatically in deliveries this year in revenue and profits. Like despite everything that's happening in every auto company shrinking, um, Tesla's growing. This is, you know, the real time economic case study that shows why they are worth more than every other car company. Um, and so, you know, whether it's 492 or 500, I still think anything above the 370 of last year would be a huge win. And so that just puts into context um, how amazing these numbers are. 295,000 Model 3, 145,000 Model Y or 47,000, and then S and X here, each at about 25,000. So that's how I got to this gross margin. So I, I think this is a little conservative here. Now let's go back to operating margin. So this is what I was saying about Tesla becoming this sort of one of the most profitable automotive companies of all time. In the past couple of years, we've seen them consistently start up losing money, major cost cutting efforts, major revenue growth. And all of a sudden their operating margin for the past four quarters has been around 5%. And I think it's only getting better next quarter, record deliveries of 6%. And then I think in Q4, because of that fixed cost base and Tesla's incremental deliveries, the Plaid Model S profitability, we're hitting almost 10% operating margins already for Tesla. I mean, if you 
go way back and read my book that I put out, the Hyperchange book, I talk about the long-term vision of Tesla, how they could at scale have 10% operating margins. That's like this back of the napkin number to use of for hundred billion in revenue, Tesla can make 10 billion in earnings and you can start to do some math that way. But now I'm thinking Tesla's not at scale. They're not at maturity. FSD's not here. We're already looking at nine or 10% operating margins potentially in the very near future. Maybe long-term I'm thinking 10, 15, 20% uh, operating margins could be the norm for Tesla, especially, and a lot of this, of course, depends on that robo-taxi switch, um, because then it could be, this could all go out the window and it could be way more profitable than that. But I, I, you know, this to me, I think I'm sort of rambling and just saying the same thing over and over again in this video, but like Tesla is extremely profitable. I do not think the Wall Street world has really just processed this, that Tesla is an extraordinarily profitable automaker and is just repeating this consistently quarter after quarter. Now, if we go to the, uh, just operating expenses really quickly. Just wanted to show you that I have, you know, SG&A and R&D. I tried to assume these start bouncing back up like crazy um, just because I want to, you know, I don't know, just be aggressive with cost assumptions because I think to meet all these deliveries, Tesla's going to have to ramp up and grow. So now let's switch this over to annual um, just to wrap this up for you guys. So this is my delivery numbers. Once again, almost 500,000 model Y there. Some nice growth. Um, revenue segments here, a huge, huge year for Tesla, over 30 billion in revenue. Although you'll notice that I have energy revenue shrinking for the third year in a row or uh, second year in a row. And I don't know, this is, I'm very, very curious to know when this inflection point happens. I personally still think Tesla energy alone could be a hundreds of billions of dollar company. It seems crazy to say that when it's at 1.4 billion in revenue this year, but I think there's a lot of weird things going on here of solar city revenue decreasing, that battery business getting off the ground, the transition to the solar roof, a lot of early seedlings that are not showing in this energy revenue growth yet that will really start to. And I know Tesla's been planting these seeds, they've been watering them, they're little sprouts, and we haven't seen those sprouts grow, but I think the solar roof is gonna be this game-changing technology. I think the mega pack is a game-changer for the grid. It's just all about scaling that, and it really hasn't been a priority for Tesla yet. So I'm hoping in 2021, we break this trend and energy revenue starts booming again. But anyway, service revenue and other, down a little bit about flat. That's just because of the coronavirus, less people were driving in the superchargers. I think that was the big reason there. So. That's the revenue overall. Let's go into revenue, gross profit, and operating income. I'm looking at 31.2 billion in revenue. I mean, this is huge, up from 24.6 billion, a record year for Tesla, massive gross profit of 6 billion, also a record, uh, just literally a record on every single uh, level for Tesla in a huge way in 2020. I mean, this is, I, I don't know, I think this is gonna be possibly conservative, to be honest. Um, and I'm thinking they could do 2.2 billion in earnings this year. And so this would shut up all the critics. And as you can see, Tesla's never made money in a full year, um, but this would be the year they do it. And this is when they're selling just under half a million cars. I cannot wait to see how profitable this company gets. You know, when we sell a million cars, I don't think the profitability doubles to 4.5 billion. You know what I mean? Like we just made 1.1 billion in Q4 in theory. Um, I think the profitability at a million cars goes up to like, you know, five, $10 billion, maybe even more, two, three million cars, which we know Tesla wants to sell. Could we be looking at 20, 30, 40 billion in profit? Maybe. And I think that's why um, the stock market is getting so, so excited here. And they're saying Tesla's, I know Toyota's only worth 180 billion. I know what GM and Ford and Volkswagen are worth, but Tesla is financially breaking all of these rules and about to set a whole new norm. And this is a rapidly growing technology company that sells computers and it should be valued a lot more like Apple um, than it should or looked at and compared to something a lot more like Apple than a Ford or GM in my opinion, um, just because this is a rapidly growing technology company. It's vertically integrated. Um, 
you know, I just think it's going to rewrite the amount of value that an automotive company is able to capture um, in the economic, you know, simulation that is society because A, Tesla is the, the parts supplier for themselves. They're all vertically integrated. They do everything in-house. So there's no market cap for the parts companies. We don't need Saudi Aramco to, to IPO for $2 trillion to sell all the oil to drive around the car because you're charging your car with the solar roof that you paid Tesla for. And so Tesla is about to reinvent this whole ecosystem um, that, you know, I don't know. I think there's ten probably... 100 billion of earnings on the table um, and we'll just see who gets it. And I think a lot of them are, people are assuming they're gonna go Tesla's way. Okay, so that wraps it up. So my estimates this year, Tesla grows revenue 27% to 31.2 billion. They deliver about 493,000 cars, probably gonna be right around that 500,000. They make about $2.2 billion in earnings, an incredible record year, revenue, gross profit, deliveries, almost every single metric. We are poised to see a record for Tesla's automotive business this year. They're gonna prove that they are extremely profitable, the apple of the automotive world. I think these fundamentals are what is dictating this radical stock price rise. Um, and so I, I just wanted to put pen to paper um, and estimate this. Of course, they're going to be wrong. I'm going to be changing them, you know, changing my forecast, updating them as we get closer. But would love to know what you think in the comments below. You know, we're halfway through the year, a little more than halfway through the year. Um, what do you think the full year 2020 financials are for Tesla? What is your estimate? Also, I put out a battery day video um, a couple days ago about Amprius and Tesla, this company that's right next to Tesla's battery secret lab that's also making batteries, speculating there could be a collab. Well, Elon Musk has gone on Twitter saying there's not a collab. So that is what it is. You win some, you lose some. Just wanted to update y'all. Um, I'll put a link below if you want to learn more about that as well. Anyway, this is HyperChange, an epic record-setting year for Tesla in 2020 that nobody would have predicted, shattering every single norm despite the global pandemic. Hell yeah, Elon. Huge shout out to the team. See y'all next time. Peace.